Hello, welcome back to Gangland. I'm your host, Scotty Demons, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how the upside relates to building a business and how you should build a business by looking at upside and how it will help you build a business. And that's not confusing. Hopefully it's not. And why you should buy Apple and Alibaba in the stock market right now. So let's get right into it. So I'm a little sick, so just ignore the snuffling and stuff like that. So we're going to start with Alibaba and Apple right now. So if you didn't look back at December and was like, I should buy this right now because it's like, I think it was December when it was like the, everybody thought the stock market was crashing and everything and everything just like dipped, like deep dipped and everything and everybody like, oh god oh my god it's the next recession right now oh my god we're all gonna die and like and it didn't is it, everything came back eventually so you should look back in December and be like i you should have bought a whole bunch of stock and everything anything you were in this interested in, i think everything was just down like all the best companies were down like netflix apple alibaba all that was just down significantly too like everybody should have bought if you didn't buy you missed out and now what's happening right now is that the tariffs are doing exactly what that was doing but i don't know if it's gonna be as serious as that was it's not even halfway close to what it was in december but it's like a quarter and it's still a sale right now like it's still a sale going on right now that's why i call it a sale like y'all go to the mall and think oh damn these jeans are 25% off. No, I'm looking at this goddamn stock market and I'm like, god damn, Apple is 25% off right now. <laughs> and Alibaba is 25% off. That's how rich people think. And if you want to be rich, you got to think like that because it's not going to happen unless you're thinking like that. If you if you look at a sale that's going to the mall and doing like worrying about those type of sales, then you're going to be broke for the rest of your life because you're you're worrying about materialistic things at the wrong time of your life when you're broke <laughs> when you need to be worrying about making more money and how to be safe and free when you want to be safe and free so you should really focus on that but yeah so like now it's kind of dipping alibaba and apple everything that's like everything that has to do with like that has to do with trade between china and america is like dipping right now so you should definitely check that out Netflix, like nothing like Netflix is dipping right now. Facebook is not even dipping right now. So those are like in a different story. Well, I don't think. I definitely know Netflix isn't. Facebook might be, but I doubt it. If it's dipping, it's not because of that. It's dipping because of something else, but I doubt it is. So, yeah. So anything that has to do with the little tariff that's being affected by the tariffs, everything, any company that has to do with that is on sale right now. And you should definitely buy for the long term, not for no short term, because I keep honestly I keep on making this mistake when I don't have any money. I just like I just I think I just love the stock market. Honestly, it's kind of like like a like a it's not poison, but it's like I just can't do it. Right. I shouldn't be doing it right now, but I like to do it right now because it's like I need the money. I don't need the money, but like I just love to buy stocks instead of like you know clothes and stuff like that. So. Yeah, so that's like my little thing. <laughs> that's like my thing. But at least that's making me money. That has potential to make me money. But like, it's always when I need the money again is when shit starts to dip. Like when I don't need the money, everything is skyrocketing. Like everything is to the moon. Everything is all all the way up here. 
but as soon as I had like everything starts hitting the fan and I need the money, everything's like all the way down here already, and I'm fucked. I'm like I'm just fucked. <laughs> so, so and if you're like listening to this, I'm doing a visual version right now. So if you want me to see me do stuff, you should just look on YouTube or IGTV or wherever I'm posting this. Just check every streaming platform. It's either gonna be Scotty Demons or Gangland. Just search either one of those. But anyway, back to that. So yeah, everything's everything is just dipping right now. Well, not everything, but like those big companies right now are dipping. I don't know if you can invest in Huawei, but I don't know if that would be a good investment right now. Cause I think in like the last episode, I said like Google is like not letting them use their software anymore, and like that could really fuck them over. Cause now they gotta build not only a software but an app store. And App Store is not easy because then you have to find developers. And what Apple and Android has right now is people willingly wanting to develop for their, you know, platforms. <coughs> Just out the wazoo. Like, people's, people's goal is to develop for Apple and Android. So, then now they got to build their own little brand and stuff. I don't know how they're going to do it. They are a pretty big company, but they are also kind of new compared to these other companies. So, who knows what's going to happen? All of two of them, I don't really care because it's going to be more, like, that's more of, like, a China phone. Like, it's more like a Chinese phone. Like, I'm, like, it's not, every, if you're American, you know, it's not, that's not a good phone around here. Every, if you, if you pull out a Huawei phone, you're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Everybody's going to look at you like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, why do you have that? Like, you might as well just go buy an iPhone 4. <laughs> People look at you better like that. <laughs> so, Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know if you're going to invest in Huawei, but you shouldn't right now. Unless it's like, I don't know, unless they have a plan on how to deal with it and it's effective and they can survive, then you can invest in Huawei. I'm not, like, making all decisions, but, like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, basically. But back to Alibaba and Apple. This might actually lead to, like, Apple owning, like, the whole entire tech companies, like, owning the whole entire tech culture on the on the west side of the world and that could lead to huawei owning the whole entire east side but i i don't know about the east side because you know samsung but we got google over here so but nobody really cares about pixel i mean people do but only like the real techie tech people care about pixels and stuff so who knows but google has a lot of money to fuck around with and who knows amazon might fucking build a phone they tried before they might try it again. I'm sensing it. They might try again. So who knows what's going to happen with that. Anyway. <laughs> you guys. Like that. Definitely going to probably lead to. Apple owning the whole entire ecosystem. In America. Because you know. They, like, they're already big and popular. And they're moving into. This. Like I've been buying stuff off of websites. And now they have like Apple Pay on the websites now. And that's like. It's basically going to be a Visa card for e-commerce. Which is in e-commerce is the future. It, nobody's gonna want to go. That's why malls are dying. Nobody really wants to go to stores anymore because they don't offer that much value besides like getting to try on clothes. Like that's the only benefit of them. But yeah, that's like pretty much it. So Apple might own the old ecosystem. They're already working themselves into schools. So that's why I'm saying that like, these companies are on sale. Like Apple is working themselves into schools. Like they have Macs and stuff. Like the big Macs, not like the little. Mac laptops thing, but yeah, they're probably gonna eventually do that. They have uh, iPads now, which is good. Like I never thought that would happen. Honestly, like you think Apple is as big as expensive company, 
what the fuck are they doing in a public school full of black people? <laughs> but, you know. Oh, jeez, I keep on dropping my fucking water. No top on it. So I'm fucked. But anyway. <laughs> um, next topic, I'm going to be talking about... Oh, yeah, the upside. So the upside, how that relates to building a business. So basically, what this movie was about is that Kevin Hart was... Fucked up dude. He would he he wasn't fucked up like in the head in the head or anything, but he was like he his life was fucked. He was out of jail, fresh out of jail, trying to find a job. Couldn't get it. Like he didn't want a job. He wanted a job, but he didn't want to work. He just wanted money somehow. He was just a loser. You know, those type of losers. How's my fucking throat so dry right now? And then yeah, he was basically a loser. And then he like eventually he stumbled across this is a spoiler alert. I like this is not big popular movie so you might not even go see this movie anyway so he like eventually stumbles across this dude the white dude the rich white dude and stuff not to sound like not that his color matters but the rich guy and then he like saw something in him i guess like he offered something different than anybody else around him offered i saw i noticed which is that I think there was like a little dark intention and a light intention. The dark intention was that Kevin Hart would be more like more likely to let him die because he's supposed to take care of him and stuff. He'll be more likely to let him die than the other people that were like trying to get the job because they're like a whole bunch of pro-life people like make him survive. And so like he's literally just throwing out throwing up his intestines and like just like everything just collapses on him. And we can't do anything about it. Those people are just going to make him last forever. And he kind of wanted to die. Which is his thing. And when Kevin was a loser. So them together made them. You know. Expose each other's insecurities. And like make them both work towards them. And do better. And offer value to each other. So and what he offered. What Kevin offered the guy. Was that life could be better if you just take a chance <laughs> so and and what the dude offered kevin was money obviously and a job and a future again he could take care of his kid and his his ex-wife his baby mama because his baby mama was living in a trash ass place like i've never seen anything trash like that in my life like these people had a leaking ceiling and then a plastic bag you know like like tape to the wall so catch all the water and stuff i have never been so fucking disgusted in my life like i thought the apartment that i'm living in now was a piece of shit that place was a piece of fucking shit i'm telling you like it was insane like i never i never even thought that could be a thing like who was like how how can you sell that to somebody so that was basically that and then so basically eventually he started you he he started off using this money, just giving it to his baby mama so he take care of his kids and stuff. And then he eventually started like painting. And then he made this one painting that was able to sell to uh, the the rich guy's friend. And like the rich guy sold it to him, but he gave Kevin the money for it, which was like fifty thousand dollars. And it was like a shit painting. I mean, it wasn't a sh- it was a shit painting by just first look, but until you learn how to appreciate a painting, I learned is kind of looks good if you. Like think about paintings, you gotta you gotta take out of it which you can you know take value out of. You're supposed to like look at a painting and try to find the trying to find the value for you 
and not just looking at the whole painting and be like, oh, this is shit. Because if you just look at a whole painting, it's going to be stupid. So most of them, like the really good expensive ones, you got to look at like that because they're, they're just completely different. And they have to be. So you have to look at the value for you and not like the overall picture of it and everything. So, yeah, so he eventually sold this painting for $50,000 and Kevin was like, huh, I should just start, I just, I should just be a painter because he always, like you would think too, he made $50,000 off this one painting. You'd be like, oh yeah, I should just probably just start painting. Nope. <laughs> no, you shouldn't start painting. You should not start painting. You should, because painting is a talent stuff and like, it's not. Like, the only reason the dude bought that painting is because he thought, like, some other famous person made it. And, like, it was probably he probably thought it was a white guy or whatever. Like, I don't know if he was racist or not, but he didn't like Kevin. And the dude the dude that bought the painting didn't like Kevin because he was, like, a nigga. <laughs> I mean, not because he was a nigga, but because he was, like, you know, from the ghetto. <laughs> from the ghetto. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, that, and then he bought it. Not thinking it was like by a famous painter for like of course because he spent fifty thousand dollars on it but no because like if people really knew it was kevin they wouldn't buy it they would be like why would i buy from this piece of shit <laughs> like why because it'll just ruin the value of the painting so of course he wouldn't be like he couldn't do that so what he could do is use that money to find value like find a market you can provide value in and the market he found was like the electric chairs that like you know the old man used to um, used to get around this stuff in because he found like ways to like upgrade it to make it go faster and more fun for them to like enjoy life and stuff <laughs> so he he looked into that and started like he brought value to it because he knew something about these chairs that like nobody else didn't which is like you know i guess could make it fun i don't really know but i guess he could just make it funny he provided value to the market by being different for him and then, yeah, so he used that money to start his business and that. Building the electric scooter chairs and making better ones. Because he knew exactly how it needed to be. Because he's been taking care of this dude for, like, how many years? So he noticed things about this chair and how it could improve. That the part of the, the chair company didn't even know <laughs> or even thought about. Because they probably don't actually, you know, like, experiment on people. So... <clears throat> Cause that's what happens to big companies by the way like when you at the top you just start to like you know get lazy because you just been at the top so long it's like is anybody gonna even try to compete anymore and it's like nothing nobody's innovating anymore because everybody just looks at you just like looks at you and just like oh he's just gonna be the top dog forever he's like that and then they and then the top dog starts looking at themselves like oh yeah i'm just gonna be the top dog forever nobody's gonna ever like you know beat me or anything and that's when capitalism comes in some somebody out there notices the weaknesses and invulnerabilities that they can take advantage of and bring value to a market and just destroys it <laughs> destroys destroys that company and just completely changes the company and dominates it and that and that becomes a new top dog like that's how that's how a facebook beats a google in the beginning that's how an amazon beats a walmart <laughs> that's how Walmart beats Sears. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's what happens. That's exactly how capitalism works. Because like that's the only reason. Like, like I always think to myself, like, how the fuck did Microsoft, a software computer company, let Facebook happen? How did MySpace let Facebook happen? 
And how did all these companies just let them like how let this happen? How did Google let Amazon be in the in the lead of home smart home speakers? Because like when you ask Alexa to define a word, it's much quicker than you having to find like search for your phone and searching like searching your phone for the the Safari app and then go to and then type in the words and stuff. Like all I have to do is say Alexa define define. The verb define is usually defined as to state or set forth the meaning of a word, phrase, etc. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for define. And then yo ass will probably just still been looking for your phone. <laughs> and then she already answered my fucking question. See, that's exactly the future. You should like really pay attention to that shit because it's insane. So, yeah, that's exactly. I mean, they did like Google did start, you know, making their smartphone speakers, but it's not it's not going to be a, it's not as big as, you know, Amazon, because I don't think anybody really bought a Google Home, whatever shit is called. Like, I don't even know if people bought the Apple version because series is not I mean, I don't know, because like Siri, like now I now I look at Siri differently now because the Hey Siri feature. That's probably gonna beat Alexa, like, cause my phone is closer than Alexa is sometimes, and I'm just like, "Hey Siri, what's the weather?" And then she answers. And then it's like it's like almost talking to two different assistants. You know, it's kind of crazy sometimes when you think about it. But it's it's funny, funny. Like when Alexa can't hear me, then I talk to Siri. And when I can't find my phone, then I talk to Alexa. If I'm not in my room, I talk to Siri. If I'm out and about, I talk to Siri. See, that's that's gonna have that that might affect Amazon. So Amazon should look into getting into phones now because that might affect their market. You know, because they Apple might come out with a feature that um, make like one of those like little Bluetooth headphones that like because sometimes people not to seem like I'm jumping around because sometimes people forget they have the AirPods in. So now they added Hey Siri to the AirPods. Is gonna probably change the whole game because they're just gonna have it in their fucking ear, and you can barely even feel the AirPods sometimes. So they're just gonna have Siri with them all the time, and then probably eventually these headphones are probably gonna get smaller and smaller, and you're probably gonna less notice them less and less. So it'll just be normal for you to have them in your head all the time, you know. And then I got my AirPods for my keychain, so like I, they're always with me now. And now it's like I have to charge my goddamn keychain, <laughs> so it's actually pretty funny because like you like the world is changing fast, but you can it's like a train. Like time is like a train. You can catch this fucking train. <laughs> you can catch this fucking train if you really wanted to. If you keep on missing every fucking train that goes by, you will forever just sit on the sidelines and be just watching everybody else be happy on the train. Every time it goes by, they, the people on the train just get better. And better and better and better and better until they die. The death that you would like to live, which is like you know, in Hawaii, in Hawaii, in, in Hawaii. I don't know why it took me so long to say that <laughs> on a beach, which is a whole bunch of bad bitches around you, or if you're a girl, just on the beach, whatever. What girls are want, I don't really know what girls are want, but <laughs> but yeah, you can die how you want, or not even die at all, because the future is changing. Like I'm pretty sure that people are going to stop dying one day well the rich are most definitely the rich are or the people that go to a colony that supports life for everybody you know in the future i'm 
being for the future, obviously. But you know. So, all in all, in conclusion, don't miss that train. It's always gonna keep. There's always gonna be a different train, but you're gonna. There's gonna be different ways of catching that train, basically. So don't expect to like having to catch the same train. Like, don't expect the train to be the same train forever. Like, the train right now, I should tell you, is if you're running a business, it's Facebook and Instagram, which is Facebook. Like, run ads on Facebook. If you don't want to run ads and you like selling stuff, sell on Facebook Marketplace. If you have e-commerce and um, Shopify or big commerce like that, uh, connect your Shopify store to Instagram and sell on that. If you got an Instagram following, if you got some type of Instagram following on a fan page, learn how to make money off of it. If you see a demand or a market you can bring value to, bring the value. Don't fucking wait. Get the money and get the freedom. And that's Gangland for you. I'm your host, Scotty Demons, and catch you in the next episode.